In this episode, Madeline joins me again for the topic of homosexuality. We share our experiences in discovering that we are pansexual, define pansexual, and talk about our journeys in coming out. We talk about our first crushes and share some negative experiences that we've had along our way. If we make a mistake or are offensive in the way that we present our experiences, know that we didn't mean any offense. These are our experiences. We're still learning and sharing what we have learned. Different people may have different experiences with different outcomes. When I listened to this again, I noticed a little bit of internalized homophobia. Internalized homophobia means that even though we are part of the LGBTQ community, we still have a fear of being homosexual. And that comes out in some of the ways that we express ourselves. Thank you so much for joining us today. And make sure to follow us on Instagram at Honey Bee Love Podcast. And I will tag Madeline in the post. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Honey Bee Love Podcast again. Good to be here. Excited to be back. Yes. I love creating with my best friend. So. Yes. I love to be here. So thank you again. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Today, we're going to talk about homosexuality. We're going to talk about the gay. The gay. Yes. Let's do it. So, Madeline. Yes. You are a homosexual. Yes, I actually am a pansexual. If we want to, you know, put labels on it, that's what I am. Tell me what that means. Pretty much like my favorite little quote that I've heard is I love hearts, not parts. Like I <laughs> I don't care. All yeah. I care is that I think you are hot tamale and you're sweet and good to me. Like <laughs> that's yeah, and you have a good heart. Like that's what I care about. So I just love people for who they are. You know. Yes, I love that answer. Love, <laughs> I love hearts, not parts. Right. <laughs> I heard that and I was like, oh, yep, that's exactly that's exactly it. I also identify as pansexual because yes. yes you know I believe in people I think there are masculine and feminine energies but people are people totally I agree when did you first know that you were gay I think I always knew I honestly was more attracted to girls when I was younger and I definitely remember feeling alone in that thought very like that's not a thought I should be thinking but I was definitely like I don't think I'm gonna like boys I don't think this is gonna happen it wasn't until I started hitting puberty that I really like started becoming attracted to men so I think I was always you know I always kind of knew I was a little I was a little gay when did you have your first crush on a woman the first time I remember was probably like sixth grade. Of course, it was my best friend. Of um, course. At the time. 
loved her. We shared a few smooches, but she was oh. very straight. Yeah, I know. I got I got lucky. It was, you know, very youthful and all that jazz. My first consensual female crush, I was in high school and I was a freshman or a sophomore. Oh, okay. yeah. So yours is a little later on. A little right? later. Mm-hmm. My first crush on a girl, I was like in my freshman or sophomore year and she was so cool. And she was a lesbian. <laughs> oh, so you knew. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a family member ask me once if I was bisexual after my divorce, like if my divorce oh. pushed me to being a homosexual. And I was like, no, the gay's earlier. That happened a while ago, but yeah, <laughs> don't think that would happen now anyways. I don't think that'd yeah. be a reason, that no, reason for that. No. But yeah, but wild. That's wild. How old were you? How old were you when that happened? Uh, with the family member asking me that? Yes. I was about 26 to 28. I started gotcha. coming out to my family when after, after I got a divorce, I came out to my family as being bi because that was the term that I was aware of. And then they, you know, had the questions and the thoughts. That was the follow-up. Mm-hmm. I see. Okay. So I was about 26-ish. Gotcha. Okay. When did you come out to your family? I mean, they personally have never told me, like, they had an idea or anything. But I told them when I was about 22, when I was dating my first assigned uh, female assigned at birth partner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is when I told them, for the most part, they were very happy for me, at least to their capabilities. I could under, I could see that they had questions and thoughts, but some reservations. Totally, totally. Overall, they were happy, I would say. Good, good. So you had a relationship and that's what prompted you to come out. Totally. Mm Mm-hmm. Before I had thought about it, but I didn't want to be, you know, doubted. I didn't want to have that conversation until it was something that like needed to happen. Honestly, it was something I avoided. Yeah, because it's a really hard conversation to have because there are a lot of families that are against being gay and it's a really hot topic right now. It's a very polarized issue where people are, if you, are of this political party gay is great if you're of this political party then gay is bad yeah absolutely that's that stigma right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you now are in a relationship with a woman i am yes and what do you like about that uh so many things i mean i was blessed with such a wonderful partner i really enjoy being able to just be myself and not feeling that judgment there. I think I can just be completely 100% myself, whether that be emotionally or goofy or whatever. Like, it's very freeing. She challenges me in ways that no one else ever has. And that's something that has pushed me to be a better person. But 
just the fun things too. Alongside our our baths, like I talked about last time, we do our sleepovers where we will bring our mattress out in the living room and like we tried yeah and we've tried to build forts and like try to like have a sleeper sleepover as a date you know and get snacks and watch our favorite scary movies I force her to watch my musicals and she loves it (laughs) she says she doesn't I promise you she she does (laughs) it's just so fun and so easy just so easy and natural I love that because finding and keeping a relationship good is the whole point of this podcast is to find the right person for you and be ready as a person and then to grow inside of your relationship with each other. I love that you have found a partner. It doesn't matter the assigned sex at birth. You have found somebody that you love so much. If I was homophobic, I'm not, I would say I'm still happy for you because you're happier than you've been in other relationships. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like, at least you're, you know, I can visibly and physically see you're so much happier. So I'm going to be happy for you in that one way. Right. Yes, exactly. Uh, So fun fact, homosexuality is found in so many species, not just the human species. I have heard. I want to hear more, though. I don't know which species, but oh, definitely several <laughs> of them. <laughs> I, I have heard that, though. It's like, it's not just I crazy know. humans. Right. Definitely primates and mm-hmm. dolphins, and they're both intelligent creatures. Yeah, exactly. It's uh I'm yeah. just gonna I'm gonna make gay jokes the whole time because that's fine. That's, <laughs> it's, you know what? That's gay. fine, same. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I drop that word sometimes still, like we're in two thousand seven and I have to like <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's not an expression. Chill out. <laughs> I'm I always I'm always like, that's so gay. <laughs> damn bring back the hangover yeah (laughs) but yeah no totally totally right yeah because humor is also a way to deal with all of this you have to love it yourself like it's that's one thing like something me and helena do and i don't know if this is the same with every couple but we we hella make fun of ourselves all the time like it's but we laugh our asses off and it's such a good time and it feels so good to just like be able to roast each other and know at the end of the day like we still love one another and as far as like the gay thing we definitely do that too you know we definitely we definitely are like Mm, gay ass <laughs> you gay ass <laughs> like, it's like a solid joke right like it it's is. so it's funny good. you're like wow gay it's good like and it's it's like <laughs> i don't know it, it, i don't know because it used to not be funny to me but recently it's hit so good <laughs> it's just hit. <laughs> when other people say it like straight people are like that's gay you're like yeah it is yeah i'm like yeah great you got that right it's amazing (laughs) what are you talking about (laughs) honestly it's like in the one way it depends because some people will say it and obviously depending on like the nature of it it's 
if I'm going to ever get offended to that. But like, usually it's totally harmless and hysterical. We mean it in a positive way. Absolutely. Absolutely. What have been the struggles of coming out as pansexual? It's hard because I think that, at least in my experience, I've had both. I've had very accepting and then, you know, accepting, but again, with those reservations. And you can feel it. It's not, there's definitely words that have been exchanged, but it's more of a feeling of just like, oh, you, uh, you don't think this is real or mm-hmm. um, belittling it in whatever way their mind does. But I've had certain family members feel like that's the only part of me, right? Like, mm. hey, you're just pushing this. You're only this. And it's it's not like that. If I marry a woman, if my partner forever is a woman, that's going to be a huge part of my life. And I want them to be aware of that. This isn't just all of who I am. This is a part of who I am. And I just want you to accept that part of me. They have, but then there's also, well, is she going to take care of you if something goes wrong or there's an intruder or those kind of like mm. um, masculine stigma things. And it's, it's like, you know, I can, I, can ha- I can handle myself and so can she. But it is those traditional more type of thoughts that they have concerns about. I don't know if it's necessarily unsupportive it's just more of i maybe not ignorant just just not like just they're valid they're they're concerns that they feel are valid their concerns are they care about you they totally best for you but also it is then in some ways minimizing what you're having yeah almost conditional in a way but not right well and here's the thing in a relationship with a man, would they ask you, how is he going to protect an intruder? Absolutely not. Not, um, not protect an intruder, protect you from an intruder. Good to know. Good to know you protect the intruder. Sorry. Don't protect the intruders. Everyone, don't trust her. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm totally kidding. No, absolutely not. I, I have dated honestly weaker men than my current partner and they've never asked that shit like i'm sorry you should ask me that then especially then because i wasn't as handled as i am now like uh-uh. <laughs> no <Nope. laughs> they should have been asking that question a long time ago <laughs> yeah <laughs> but again those questions never arise. it was never a thought yeah. in their head ever yeah and that's where the difference is is mm-hmm. if you have the same question, you should definitely have it for the weak man. No offense. No offense to weak men. Absolutely. And that's the only part that really grinds my gears. I'm only asking you to treat my partner the same you would if I was with a man. Like, that's literally all I'm trying to ask of you. Yeah. You know, um, like, I don't want you to question my relationship or the value of it or if it's strong enough or protecting enough or whatever. It is. It's like, I'm happy. I'm a grown woman. I am handling my shit. The only thing you need to trust is in me. Just trust that I'm going to be happy and I'm going to make the best decisions that I can. Yeah. And like, that's all that I really want from Mm -hmm. my family members. Totally. Yeah. Do you have any family members 
you don't have to name them by name, but we want to make sure that we give credit to the family members that are supportive. Absolutely. I have very close family members that are so supportive and that's not, those thoughts don't even arise. They can see how much happier I am. And not even that it's just because I'm, I'm with a woman, but it's because of who I'm with, how happy I am just being myself. Absolutely all support. And luckily I get nothing but support from her family too. Love her family so much. That is a whole other experience that has come with being with her that I'm so grateful for. Yeah, I love that. And it's so great to have that with certain people that support because then it's like you're being your most authentic self and people are loving you for it. And that's what people need in this world, right? Is to just be able to be their most authentic self. Yeah, absolutely. And it makes our bonds even deeper. Having those family members and people in my life that do completely support me. Oh my goodness, what an amazing bond I have with them being able to trust. It just feels like the trust is there. The respect is there. All of that is there. That's a perfect recipe for a very good deep bonding relationship. Totally. And quality of life to connect with people on deeper levels. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There are so many different kinds of people. And we like to group with people who are the same as us because we can relate to them. I think it's important to relate to people who are different than you. And it's important to relate to people who are similar to you. Both things are important. I'm going to tell you a couple of crappy things that family members have said to me. I'm ready. I love my family members. I adore my family members. Adore them. Adore them. Adore them. Of course. But I had, when I brought a they-them person over that was female assigned at birth, I had a family member and we had just kind of started dating and this family member may or may not have said it to another family member. But then this family member told me that this other family member said, when did Sarah start liking dykes? Oh, and if the first person said it, that sucks. The second person definitely should not have fucking repeated it. Absolutely. But it was a shitty ass fucking thing to say. Yeah, that's horrible. That's absolutely horrible. Judgmental, horrible, horrible. Well, and this is after my divorce and I kind of started to date women. I was exploring that side of myself and I have never really gotten to explore that side of myself. So then I had that. And then I had another family member tell me that they would still love me, but they may not invite me to dinner if it caused trauma. Yeah, that's absolutely horrible. Mm-hmm. Like how rejecting. Yeah. Just because of somebody you enjoy. Yeah. Someone you enjoy being around and can have romantic feelings for. Like Yeah. Uh so and judgmental. I, so judgmental. And I love my family to the moon and back. And I would do anything and I do whatever I can for my family. But to have those two comments, like it's really discouraged me from dating women. 
I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, I mean, you're going to care about their opinion. Like, you're absolutely going to take all of that in and internalize it. Like, it's going to be in your subconscious. And I'm sure it's it makes dating women hard because you have in that one way that shame there. Yeah. And am I going to lose my family? What a tearing question. Am I going to be who I am? Or try to be loyal to my family. And a lot of people grapple with that. And a lot of people Mm -hmm. choose their families. Yeah. And a lot of people that don't choose their families, they lose their families. And that's fucking terrible. It's really sad. Unfortunately, a lot of people do go through that. And I was blessed to at least whether or not my family is supportive because there are other family members outside family members that are very discouraging yeah even though there are those outside family members that aren't as supportive and that is discouraging like I have been lucky enough to have most supportive family and I really feel for those people I think that that's so hard like oh yeah all I'm trying to be is myself and love the people that I love and that's it. Like, I'm not, I don't feel like that's too much of an ask from my family. More coming on the next episode. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate all of the support. The next episode will be a continuation of this conversation with Madeline and I. We will be discussing the gender unicorn, which is pretty interesting in my opinion. It really helps me and other people understand gender identity and sexuality. Love you guys. Remember, you deserve good things.